is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio. It's the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, October 20th. Show number 253. I was going to ask you. I, we had some time, too. I was going to... I got a strobe light and fog machine. I was going to do the whole Halloween thing. Maybe we'll do really? that next week. Ooh. The special Halloween is, edition. Is it going to be spooky? It could be. Ooh. We will... Well, we'll talk more about that later. Okay. Who we're going to have on. But uh, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter tonight on the show, we'll be uh, speaking with the uh, Fremont Speedway Stocktober Showdown winner, Jamie Miller. Also the uh, champion in the Dirt Truck Series out there this year. I guess it's his uh, first uh, Fremont uh, Track Championship. Right. We've had him on before for Attica stuff. Yeah, I wanted to talk to him about that. So it'll be a good interview. Bring him on here momentarily. A lot of other stuff to talk about, the Bubba Wallace stuff. Um, yeah. I got an update on the that Macron uh, Motorsports Complex over in Lorraine. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Some updates. Uh, Good news? I would say it's uh, it's not bad. Okay. All right. It's not bad news, so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Uh, make sure you support Dominator Race Products. They support us. Check them out for hood scoops, fan shrouds, nose and tailpieces, pillar and sail panels, roofs, wheel covers, and much more. DominatorRaceProducts.com or call them 419-923-6970. Also, Oakshade Raceway, the <laughs> fastest meet the race. Uh, follow them on social media. Visit OakshadeRaceway.com. The season may be over, but uh, the awards banquet is coming up on December 3rd. I'll have to talk to Pam because they were talking about uh, at the last race, they were going to get started on doing things uh, to the track for next year. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say what that was. They were going to be doing some track improvements. We can say that, yes. We'll go with that. Um, And I think she was... uh, Raring to go to get started on that too. Well, and and that really needs to happen early so that they can get that dirt mixed in with what was there and all knit together, and it can have winter to uh, fill in the holes. Okay. Contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. Uh, did you see the snow today? I did. Yeah, there were snowflakes outside and, my and window. And it's going to be what mid seventies, upper seventies this weekend. Yes, but the snow is an indication of uh, things to come. Things to come, like Christmas. And what uh, what kind of cool gift uh, would the race fan in your family like to receive? How about something from Freeze Frame Photos? A A custom, a custom made. They get they can do ornaments. They can do license frame. They got all kinds of custom uh items they can uh, create with uh, any kind of picture, any driver, whatever you want. Yeah, but a custom ornament lasts. For Christmas, and well, then yeah. you put the it calendar in the box. lasts all year. Calendar lasts all year, and you get and, to choose you all the photos. And think, in it. Wow, Charlie does great work. There you go, <laughs> and uh, they're not too uh, expensive, and they can get the turnarounds real quick. You would think right. uh, that's like a six to eight week turnaround thing. Oh, and you don't have to have a it's race like car of your own. Few days, they, they can have your yeah. your favorite drivers. Or... You can just make your own. Uh, Calendar for from drivers from Fremont, Attica, Oakshire, wherever yeah. Charlie has pictures from. I, sh- I suppose I should. Sandusky. Sandusky. Yeah, he's been out there. Toledo. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can make your own custom calendar. It doesn't have to be the same driver. Give uh, Charlie a call at four one nine four seven six nine nine seven eight. You can find them on uh, Facebook Freeze Frame Photos online. Just search that, and you can check out all the cool knickknacks that uh, they offer. Freeze frame photos, special moments, frozen in time. Also, thanks to Big D's Pizza. We'll begin away a Big D's Pizza tonight. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon in uh, Perrysburg. Oh, you forgot to do something here. Really? Yeah, somebody forgot well, to connect the phone. Oh, no. It's going to make it hard to call Jamie is, here. Is, uh, is the phone connected yet? Well, a little blue light's flashing there. Okay. Well, that's... We're going to click on that, and uh, the little blue light's not flashing anymore. So Ooh, we're good. That's, that's a good thing. So how about we give uh, Jamie a call now uh, and uh, talk about his season and his uh, win there uh, on Friday night at uh, Fremont. And it was a pretty cool win. It was a very cool night. 
Are you are you speaking cool as in that was awesome? Or it cool was. As in- you know, when the wind died down, it it felt like it got warmer, and and I know that the I know that it didn't. But hello, Jamie. Hey, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammer Down Race Report. How's it going? Oh, just climbing out of the tree stand. Oh, no. <laughs> Do any good? Oh, passed up a bunch. Oh. So, so you're done or are you just getting started? No, I'm done for the day. Okay. All right. Well, then I won't feel bad for interrupting you and scaring anybody away. So that must mean that race season is over in the Miller household? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're done for the year. Oh, now, now uh, there's a lot of Millers in this world, and you're not related to Ron, right? I, I don't think so. Not okay. that we know, but we've never we've never traced our family trees back either. Right. You you have any uh, ancestors that came from Pennsylvania? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's talk about this uh, event at uh, Fremont Speedway on Friday night, the Stocktober Showdown. Uh, what did you think about racing uh, the trucks with the stock cars? Oh, well, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, time-wise, they're pretty close together, so I, mean, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I had fun. Would, you, would your opinion have been different, uh, say, uh, the stock cars dominated maybe like the first seven finishing positions? No, I doubt it. I, I mean, <laughs> I just well, I watched uh, qualifying times and seen everybody, they were pretty close, so. I figured it'd be some good racing. I think the wasn't it the first three cars were uh, were stock cars and then a couple of trucks. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I know. I think I was the only truck that made the dash. Yeah, I uh, I watched the P fifty one truck and and he kind of messed up in qualifying. It uh, he had about three quarters of a good lap in. Yeah, unfortunately, you need to get a whole one in. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... <laughs> So you feel that uh, the rule package uh, with, you know, keeping the home track rule packages uh, kept the trucks and the cars uh, pretty evenly matched? Yeah, it seemed like it did. I didn't see any one person, you know, just dominating, running away. I know there was a, a lot of talk uh, before the uh, the race where people were saying, um, the, the stock cars were going to have a, a big advantage over the trucks because, because of the rear suspensions and the, the four barrel carburetors, uh, it just didn't seem to play out that way. Was, do you think it, uh, do you think the trucks are better than they thought, or do you think the home track advantage had a big, big factor? Oh, I would say that, uh, the trucks are probably better than they thought. Um, I, I'd agree with that, but then I'm biased. Of the, <laughs> of the top ten, five were cars, five were trucks. So that uh, was a pretty even even mix there. Yeah. Um. So w- would you like to see this uh, this event again uh, next year, maybe at, at another track? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I was kind of hoping they maybe do it at Fremont and Oakshade. <laughs> Scott, did you turn up Jamie's mic a little? Well, I did. Okay. Hopefully, uh, we had some comments where people are having some issues hearing Jamie, but uh, it looks like it's going through. It sounds good in my ears, but okay. okay. <laughs> Technical difficulties on our end. We we apologize. But uh, uh, Ron and I were actually speaking before the, the show that uh, maybe we should uh, call up Dwayne Hancock and uh, have him start some kind of uh, series uh, with the stock cars uh, at – between Oakshade and uh, the trucks at uh, Fremont. Right. Yeah, I'd be uh, all good with that, with going to Oakshade, you know, as long as it don't uh, interfere with my sprint car schedule, I guess. Well, hey, now, wh- which one of your two vehicles had the best season? Nah, they both did pretty good, but the truck got more wins. <laughs> I think one more, win, one more win, maybe. And, and a track championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, and uh, I I think I saw something where uh, that was something on your bucket list was uh, winning a track uh, championship. Yeah, I got one in the truck. Now I want to get one in the in the sprint car. Were you su- were you surprised that uh, you got one in the truck before you did in the sprint car? Yeah, I've been doing the sprint car thing a lot longer. That's for sure. But you know, after last year getting that new truck out, it was 
uh, I feel like it was pretty much inevitable that it was going to happen. Scott's working on technical difficulties. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Uh, if you can't hear us, uh, hear Jamie in the live broadcast, it is uh, being recorded. The regular podcast uh, will the audio is is fine. Uh, not sure why the the stream's not going out with uh, the phone audio. Because I don't know. We actually we're monitoring what gets recorded for the the podcast. Right. Yeah. Version, it sounds so. great in my headphones. Yeah. So we do apologize for for them out there in live viewership land. Um, is is there anything? Uh, Different that uh, you would have done for this uh, Stocktober event, or do you think uh, Corey put together a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal? No, my hats off to Corey for that. I mean, I thought it was a great event, and uh, everybody I talked to didn't have no negative things to say about it, and everything went smooth. And they were up on the tech, you know, before and after the races, and everything went good. I, I don't think you could ask for it to go any better for the first time being done. Okay. Sounds fair. I, I, I've only heard uh, good things uh, as well. Um, and I know there was a, a little bit of controversy there, not that it would have uh, changed the outcome of the event with the uh, uh, second-place finisher getting disqualified. Uh, did you uh, hear anything about that? Yeah, I heard that he didn't have all four brakes working or something like that. Yeah. The uh, According to the tech inspector, the uh, – the brake line going to the right front wasn't even connected. So that, yeah, that, 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 was, mean a, that was a good three. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, he took a second place finish away from himself, really. And he ran a great race. It was exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I had a pretty good view the whole race. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I- <laughs> I do. I do want to uh, thank you for not lapping me. They, they were coming, Scott. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> it's, it's never a good sign when you see them holding the checkered flag and the white flag at the same time. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you got your first truck championship uh, this year, and I, re- I read somewhere, and I know we've talked to you uh, before. I think last time you were on the show was like 2019 uh, that you mentioned you don't like uh, point racing. Um, why don't you like point racing and, uh, has your, uh, opinion changed since winning the championship? I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I just feel like it makes you be overcautious at times. And I just kind of raced the first half of the season with, uh, you know, no goal set on points. And then after midway, if we're decent in the points, then we'll kind of concentrate on it and see how we can make out. Okay. So, uh, what goals uh, did you have at the beginning of this year? Did you uh, did you have the truck championship uh, in mind, or the only goal that uh, I normally ever set out is just win races? I know, and you I, did that. I, I know your <laughs> truck owner had visions of a championship, so it, part of part of your team wanted it. Oh, I wanted it too, but I mean, I, I'm there to win races, and I feel like if you win enough, of them, you'll get a championship. Sure, if you win them all, yeah, <laughs> right. So how how many uh, truck wins was it? Six, seven, eight? I, I think seven. Okay, and uh, how many in in the three hundred five? Five or six. So it's not not too bad, not too bad no, year. Pretty, pretty good season. Now you've run just about everything there. You actually had uh what was it back in 2018 you won you're the first person probably the only person to win three features in three different classes in one night yeah the uh late model the truck the uh 305 uh do you running all three of those i mean did you have a preference uh in any of those vehicles i just like racing i'm not really biased at what it is i mean i keep telling everybody when i retire from sprint car racing i'm gonna get a late model there you go. <laughs> Ron's excited about that. I definitely want to get in a late model. I'd like to do some some uh, serious late model racing. So were you uh, disappointed then when they uh, dropped the crate late model class there at Fremont? Uh, kind of, but I want to I want to get more into the, the super thing and, and the, uh, try the that out. Lights, yeah. Yeah. How soon uh, is that going to happen? Oh, I don't know. I got too many irons in the fire now to think about that. 
too many <laughs> irons on the fire. Has, if somebody has, if somebody has an open seat, I'm I'm willing. Your seat will travel. You you've only you're you were only running two classes this year instead of three. I know. On the nights I ran one, it just seemed like it, I didn't have nothing to do all day. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, besides. Uh... Besides the two classes that you won, don't you have a couple of businesses to keep you busy too? Yes, sir, I do. And I'm about to start a third one. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell us about those. Uh, I own uh, Jamie Miller Trucking. I mean, I got you know four trucks that run full-time with drivers in them, and including myself a lot of times. And then I have a restoration shop, Buster and Mod Shop. And we do a lot of restoration on old cars and muscle cars and a lot of paint work on just about anything. So you you just decided to uh, get into other things to keep. Is this going to go away after uh, once race season comes back, or is this a a, a, reg, a full time thing? No, it's all full time. Oh boy, <laughs> it's full time plus. So you are a little busy. Oh yeah. And, yep. and, and you find time to sleep too. Sleep now. Well, there'll be plenty of time for that later on in life. <laughs> so, so back to this uh, this night of winning uh, three features in three classes. Uh, how does uh, your championship? Uh, how does that rank? Uh, the championship in the dirt trucks uh, this year. How does that rank compared to that night where you uh, accomplished that feat? It's awesome, but I that night went in three divisions you know that's that's probably my career highlight at this point in, in my venture nice so um next year what's uh what's the what's the plans uh same thing i mean 305s uh we're talking about maybe getting a 410 motor to do a little little 410 racing here and there and uh be back in tim baker's truck again and uh we've landed a couple new sponsors for next year with the sprint car and actually pretty excited ready to get to building cars already now now the 410 ride will be your own car yeah that'll be one of ours well me and uh ryan french will probably get something together if we decide to do that we've been talking about it just uh nothing set in stone yet that probably wouldn't be full-time no we would just run that once in a while if we had an off night or something so like, when, like the Attic of Fremont series? Yeah, something like that. I mean, uh, there was a night this year we took the 305 to Fremont, ran against the 410s, and finished fourth. Oh. <laughs> Impressive. Did that ruffle some feathers? Oh, there was maybe some talking. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sticking, uh, sticking close to home, just running Fremont Attica next year then? Yeah, for the most part. We get the 410 thing going, we might go down to you know, Atomic or up to Butler or something like that. Now, uh, the the truck uh, that you have, that's a, a Ron Miller race car truck? That is. It definitely is a Ron Miller truck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when did you start uh, running a Ron Miller race car truck? Uh, last year. Ron built that truck for 10, and we've never looked back. And, and it's it's been a fun ride, too. I, you've, you've represented us well, and... Uh, I just can't say enough good things about your driving style. You know, you normally bring the thing home in one piece. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, that's kind of what we want to do. I'd rather, you know, be able to load it up and work on it and, you know, just have a general maintenance week rather than trying to rebuild everything. Yeah, uh, Unless it was one of those dreaded nights where the infield tractor tire found you. Well, that, that might have happened. <laughs> How many nights did that happen? <laughs> I think maybe once. Just okay. once. You learn from that. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the, not try, I'm trying to inflate uh, Ron's ego here a little bit, but uh, <laughs> was, when you made the switch to uh, a Ron Miller race car truck, uh, could you tell a, a, a big difference from your, from what you were running before? Scott, you don't have yeah. to worry about my ego. It's it's inflated. I know you got you got a championship truck you built. Okay, congratulations and, and, and rookie of the year. And I keep saying you're gonna have to change your name from Ron Miller Race Cars to either cars Ron Miller trucks. Race Cars or Race Trucks or Race Cars and Trucks. Yeah, yeah. one of the two. But anyway, so uh, anybody? Yeah, no, it's definitely a big handling 
uh, change from the truck we had previously to, to the Ron Miller truck. I mean, it actually gets around the track really good. So what, what's uh, what's uh, what's better about? It? Does it get more bite? Uh, I mean, what uh, what's the big improvement? All the above, bite. It turns. It handles. It does what you would what what you want it to do, and you don't. We don't make a lot of changes throughout the night, even going from heavy to slick. Just minor changes to to keep it rolling good. Nice. Now you mentioned uh, you had a, uh, some new sponsors. You want to give them a shout out? Not quite yet. We're, Not we're quite yet. Oh, okay. still on the work. Okay. I, I didn't realize it wasn't a done deal yet. Oh, it's a done deal, but not not advertised done yet. Okay, fair enough. I think. Nope. What's Never mind. That? I, I was uh, trying to figure out the levels here. Still oh, working okay. on the uh, technical difficulties. But uh, a- any big plans uh, during the off season? No, probably just uh, work and uh, hunt. Work and hunt. Three jobs with three businesses. And- <laughs> Yeah, but maybe get that third one rolling sometime this winter, I hope. But we'll see how that goes. So the truck uh, you drive for someone else, uh, the 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 305, you're also driving for someone else. Uh, you, you don't have any uh, – you don't own the cars yourself. No, I have some invested into the, the sprint car thing, but uh, Ryan French owns the cars. I have a motor, trailer, truck, you know, that kind of stuff. But. So are you saving up for that late model with the three businesses? No. That's what the third business is for, Scott, to get the late model. Yeah, that's the late model race. All right. Well, um, yeah, maybe you get to race Ron. Right. There we go. On, on his off nights. Or we need to get Ron in a sprint car. There we go. Yeah, I, I did a practice in a 305 one, one weekend uh, at Oakshade. That was enough. I knocked that one off my bucket list. <laughs> Did it look like my first time in your late model? No, I didn't uh, head it towards the walls at all. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm sure whoever owned that car was probably very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, we appreciate uh, the time. Jamie, congratulations again on the uh, – the, uh, I can't. I find it hard to believe that's your uh, first Fremont track championship. Yeah, I get that a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been racing for how many years now? Uh. 25. Okay. A lot of close calls in those 23 years, though. Since last century. Yeah. 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 Well, I've been uh, the bridesmaid several times. Yeah. I was uh, looking through the uh, the points. I mean, even the, like the past three years, you were top five, top 10 pretty much uh, every year going back as uh, far as I could find records for. Yeah, I've definitely, uh, so far in my career, I've been, had a pretty good run. I mean, not really had a whole lot of bad, bad experiences. So for not point racing, you've been, uh, doing well in the points. Right, right, yep, yeah. We're usually up there in the front. Gotcha. Well, in, in the sprint car, any times upside down? Oh, yeah, there have been one or two times, I oh, guess. okay. This year? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, any sponsors uh, that uh, that helped you out this season? You you'd like to give a shout out to? I just mainly want to thank Ryan French and uh, Tim Baker, both of them for having the truck and the three hundred five deal all put together. I know they they both bust their tail to keep things rolling and uh, keep sponsor money coming in to pay for everything, and, and just really appreciate what they do for for both teams. Okay. Well, we appreciate uh, the time, and again, congratulations uh, on everything you accomplished uh, this year and in the past, as a matter of fact. So, uh, Ron is very proud. So that's good. So, what happens if uh, if we wind up building a truck for Sean Valenti? Well, he's still got to beat me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it can't all be the truck, I wouldn't think. There's a little bit of driver involved, yeah. Yeah. So. All right, man. We appreciate it. You uh, have a good off season. I, I assume you're done racing for the year, then. Yep, yep. I'm done. All right. And thanks for the thanks for the great season, Jamie. Appreciate it here. Yeah, I appreciate everything you do. All right, Jamie. We'll see you. All right. Thanks. Bye. There you go, Jamie Miller, the uh, 2022 Dirt Truck Champion at Fremont Speedway. 
and uh, winner of the uh, first ever Stocktober Showdown thing. We apologize to our live viewers again who may have not been able to uh, hear Jamie's audio again. Uh, we can always check us out on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. All 392 million uh, podcasts. So if somebody if somebody tunes us in on Facebook, I wonder how that volume will be there. Well, I'll watch this back afterwards and try and figure out what was going on. Yeah. But, for some reason, it's not feeding through the board to our uh, our live stream viewers here, but uh, it is recorded within the board here, okay. which is what we monitor the audio from. So and it sounded good. We could hear him. So you will be able to hear him in that. Um, That's the first time we've had that problem. Yeah. So, Dean Henry, uh, I turned my headphones down. Is the echo a little better? Oh, we'll have to wait like 30. We're, yeah. we're sitting here like, he's going to respond right away. Yeah, right. Uh, some uh, other notes to get here. Uh, actually, we'll do a racing roundup first here. Uh, Fremont Speedway, only uh, track in the area in action this past weekend. And uh, Corey says no. Um, Jamie Miller picking up the Stocktober win there. The uh, World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars were at I-80 Speedway in uh, Nebraska on Friday. Dave Gravel picking up the win there. Lakeside Speedway in Kansas on Saturday. It was James McFadden picking up his first victory of the season. Lucas Oil a Dirt Late Model Series. Uh, they've wrapped up uh, their their season, which I, I found hard to believe. Thank like, God. It, it's, everything's it is, ending. It's the end of October, yeah. Scott. Garrett Smith uh, won at Portsmouth uh, Raceway Park, $100,000 Dirt Track World Championship win, and uh, Tim McCready had already clinched the series title. He finished uh, second in that event. So Lucas Oil Series done for the year. Cup Series action, NASCAR, it was uh, Joey Logano on Sunday winning the South Point 400 at Las Vegas uh, Motor Speedway. And then uh, Saturday, Josh Berry picking up uh, the win in the Xfinity Series, the Alsco Uniform 302 at Las Vegas and Joey's Speedway. win was overshadowed by some by some stuff we'll in, talk about. We got some video, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, definitely get to that here in just a second. Um, Big D's Pizza subs, chicken, ribs, more. Let me start over. Big D's Pizza subs, ribs, chicken, and more in Clyde. Uh, give them a call right now. 419-547-1444. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Uh, don't forget, Big D sells Big Nut barbecue sauce and pickles in one pint bottles with proceeds going to the Big Nut Scholarship Fund. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Big D's and Clyde. Big on taste, not on price. Also, uh, they are hiring uh, drivers. Race car drivers? Maybe. Ooh. It's off season. Maybe uh, you need a job for the off season. There you go. Make some tips. <laughs> also got to thank Romulo Race Cars. Give uh, Ron a call just not now. Do it after the show. 734-856-7223 for race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, um, whatever. Anything a racer needs, he can do it. Pretty much. And beyond. Uh, some racing news uh, this uh, past week. No surprise that uh, we're getting to that, Dean. Just getting ahead of the game. Uh, no surprise that Kurt Busch announced he will no longer compete full-time in the Cup Series in 2023. Tyler Reddick has uh, uh, been released from Richard Childress Racing early and will drive the number 45-23-11 racing car next season. Uh, Reddick was slated to join the organization back at, or in 2024. He had one more year left on his contract with... Um, with uh, Childress. And yeah, but nobody really thought... Nobody that, thought that was going to happen. Nobody and, thought it was going to happen. And nobody... No. And everybody kind of was thinking Kurt Busch was going to retire. He technically didn't retire. He's retired from full-time racing. So, that's what's going on there. Uh, did you hear about Speed Vision? Speed yeah, you Vision. Remember that network? It's yeah. making a comeback, sort of. Really? Yeah, it's going to be an ad-free... Uh, or a free... Not ad-free. A free ad-supported network. Uh, that's going to be coming to uh, some streaming services this fall. Really? So anytime now. Yeah, it'll be like, what is it, like Tubi and all those like free yeah. streaming services. It'll well, be a channel pretty cool. Yeah, It'd be cooler if it had some live things. I don't know that it's going to have any live events. There wasn't much as far as what programming is going to be on there, but uh, I guess. There's a lot of <laughs> motorsports streaming channels right now, Scott. Boy. Well. It's a shame it's fall because yeah. we need to see some. 
Rockingham Properties, uh, the current owners of Rockingham Speedway, have told the Queen City News that uh, plans are underway to repave the track and make other improvements thanks to the $9 million that is part of the American Rescue Plan. Track officials are hoping to attract NASCAR and other significant racing series to the facility, just like uh, North Wilkesboro. Ooh. So uh, maybe uh, maybe NASCAR be making a return to his roots. $9 million worth of paving? Well, uh, improvements, but uh, that's, that's, sure. that's big. Yeah, I'm sure a big chunk of that's going to uh, repave that. Uh, the class of uh, 2023 of the National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame was announced on Saturday afternoon at Portsmouth Raceway Park. Booper Bear, Mike Bolin, Rick Eggersdorf, uh, Randy Cordy, uh, Ozzy Altman, an announcer. Yeah. You know, you're familiar with all these? I am. Okay, good. Uh, Gary Oliver. Yep. Chassis Builder? Chassis Builder. Okay. Ernie Elkins? Ooh, not sure on that Promoter. One. Okay. Uh, those are the uh, nominees for the class of 2023 in the National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame. So I guess we'll find out next year. Wait. They'll be inducted next year. Yeah. Uh, while en route to uh, Las Vegas, the Stuart Haas Xfinity number 98 hauler with uh, cars driven by uh, Riley Herbst was involved in an accident. The incident took place in Arizona just uh, a short four hours away from the track. The two occupants in the truck were not seriously injured. So, good news there. Uh, and we talked and about this. I think this. they unhooked the truck and the, the trailer. The cars were fine in the, the trailer. The cars were fine. Yeah. The trailer was fine. Um, we'll, we'll save the Bubba Wallace thing here for last Ooh. because we got some more stuff on that. Uh, on the heels of their uh, 2022 season finale together in uh, the Dirt Trek World Championship, um, uh, both uh, Ty Torg Racing and driver Devin Moran announced today that they are going, well, they announced that this past weekend that they are going their separate ways heading into the offseason in the upcoming uh, 2023 campaign. I had and heard, I haven't I haven't talked to Dean. I'm sure he's got some inside information. Oh yeah, on I had this, heard but. a couple of weeks ago that uh, Ty was selling a lot of equipment, and I thought, is he getting I, out then? I I don't know if he's getting out. I thought it was kind of strange that he was liquidating a lot of stuff, heading off to some swap meets. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's right. Dean did say he was at, going to the Oakshade swap meet. Yeah, and I don't think he was there. No, but. Uh, think he has gone to a couple of other ones. Breaking news there? Nope. Oh, okay. Not at all. Not at all. Um, news uh, on the McCrone uh, Motorsports Park in Lorain County. I got a call from Bob Stazak. I guess there was an article uh, in local paper on Tuesday over there. Uh, they had a uh, city council meeting on Monday. Going off of memory because I don't okay. I didn't get any notes here. There are uh, he's got investors now. As a, as a couple I remember, of investors. As I remember, the township or the council was very strongly in favor in of favor. their program. Yeah. So uh, he's got some uh, financial backing with these two partners, and they're trying to move ahead. I guess there's a little bit of uh, uh, butting heads or. People not happy or want to block it uh, due to protect the the wildlife area that's there. People not seeing the same vision as him. As him yeah, but uh, these investors have, I guess they've done other big projects uh, that have brought lots of uh, money in uh, to uh, local economies in, in other areas. So uh, John Deere says Ty was at Oakshade. Okay, Hannah, he was you? at Oakshade. Yeah. Very good. So I guess it's uh, it's... It's, nothing's happened yet, even though I do recall about this time they were uh, supposed to have every, not everything, open, I thought but the they, cart, tra- cart yeah. track. So if you're not familiar with the story, uh, check out our interview with Chris McCrone from a year ago. It? Yeah, it was about a year ago, yeah, when all this, no, it was December, I think, is when all this came about. Uh, they were going to build a couple of cart tracks and a three-eighths mile dirt oval eventually. That was like a yeah, year the, or two. The, the cart the tracks were... Or the immediate thing right. they were going to start to build. So the long range goal was so that's dirt. still happening, right? Supposedly they're still working on it, and that's uh, the update on that. Going very slowly now, uh, uh, Bubba Wallace. So uh, interesting uh, and divisive uh, actions 
this uh, past weekend in the cup race at Las Vegas where uh, he felt he was squeezed into the wall and uh, got out of uh, the, actually after that came down and the steering uh, broke on his car is uh, I believe what he said. Yeah. But the data did not show that as yeah. uh, he came and hooked uh, um, Kyle Larson and uh, put it in the him, right rear, turned him straight up the racetrack, took Christopher the... Bell out of contention uh, for, you know, one of the championship contenders and also took uh, himself out of the race and right. then got out of the car and pres- well, how about we just show you what happened? That sound like a good idea. Yeah. If, if you haven't seen it yeah. already here's, or you'd like to see it again, here's what happened. Off of turn four here. The, oh, oh, and into the wall oh. goes Bubba Wallace. Oh. And he comes back across the track, tags the five. They're both in the wall, the caution comes out. Flips the 20 car of Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell hard into the outside wall. Sounds like the fans liked it. Yeah. A little bit of pushing and shoving. Kyle Larson doesn't. Doesn't engage. Who's that in the blue suit with the helmet on? Man, I think that's one of the. Obviously, essentially frustrated. NASCAR trying to get him calmed down. They want to get him in the AMR safety vehicle to get him back to. Say, so, I think it's one of the safety. Why, why did he step away? Out of the cars. I think they that was a she, actually. Care center. Yeah. And so that's where they're headed. That's Let's a take she. a look at what happened. So down the back straightaway, the four and the 45 are side by side. Larson's going to go to the bottom here into turn three. Harvick backs out. The five sliding up the racetrack, sliding up the racetrack. Bubba just feels like that the five didn't give him much room, as much room as he would have liked. So, yeah. Scott, at, so that, that, po- at, at, at that point, Bubba could have, I believe he could have saved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he could have. And they, both, a, could have, race, they both could have gone on and in, a, and in a race that he could have won. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing good in that race, wasn't he? Reportedly. Okay, reportedly. And uh, I think uh, Kyle Petty had some comments on it and kind of summed up how a lot of us feel. I know you pointed out that uh, Kyle Larson's still on probation. He is. So that may be through why the, he didn't uh, through the twenty three season. Yeah. Oh, is it through next season? Too? Yes. I didn't I thought it was just uh, through this season. So this is what Kyle Lars or Kyle Larson. This is Kyle Petty uh had to say just the other well, day. Too on many this. Kyles in there is car. there is. He should have been suspended for the rest of the year. Wow. Rest okay. of the year. The only reason he's in the forty five car is his teammates' career was all but ended because of an accident in this car that the drivers has vocalized that it needs to be safer. He turns a guy in the right rear. First, you intentionally wreck somebody. That's a suspension. He's walking across the racetrack and cars are going by him on both sides. That's not safe. Mm -hmm. That should be another suspension. Physically confronts a driver, shoves him. That's a physical confrontation. And then stands in bold face, tells a fib, I'm being nice, <laughs> to my man here, Marty Snyder, who did a great job in your interview. Thank I will you, give you that. The juxtaposition of the 18 crew chief and pit crew who get four weeks suspension for a tire rolling down pit road. Mm. But let me go back. It's okay to spin a guy and knock him into the wall, and you only get one. Th- that is The optics of that for NASCAR and the optics are not good. Agree? I absolutely do. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't seem like the uh, it's weighted correctly there, but didn't uh... Scott? He hasn't won any friends in NASCAR after his overreaction for the door closing rope, which had really nothing to do with a noose, um, having dozens of of crew members push his car down pit road. Uh, in protest, um, he's kind of fallen out of. Uh, there's favor. there's a lot of people that are not big Bubba Wallace fans right now. Yeah, and, and I don't believe it has anything to do with the color of his skin. Um, I think it's all over his actions and reactions. Was it Matt Kenseth that uh, retaliated? Was it Joey Logano a few years ago at yes. Martinsville? Do uh, I don't remember what he did. He get a suspension for that. I'm sure he did. Okay, I'm just wondering what that was. So I don't know. Anyway, and and there's a huge difference between 
98 miles an hour yeah, at, at Martinsville, Martinsville and, yeah. and 170 at Las Vegas. In the dog leg. Yeah. Yeah. So And uh, uh, was it Joey Logano actually had some comments, which I thought were kind of hypocritical sort of because uh, he's retaliated before, but uh, he did say that, you know, could have seriously, it could have ended uh, Kyle Larson's career. Oh, it certainly could have. There. You know, the the cars have proven to be Not less, safe. Sa- less yeah. safe than... And it's his teammate, Kurt Busch, who is retired because of uh, right. the uh, the issues. So, Oh, well. NASCAR's got some issues to, to iron out there, I think. I don't think that's a done deal, but uh, we'll see. Last week's How Many was how many uh, competitors were going to be at uh, Fremont on Friday night for the Stocktober Showdown. That number was? 47. 45. There were two cars that uh, were there but didn't. It was 45. The number I got officially was 45. That raced. From, from Fremont. We're going with 45 as the number. That's fine. Okay. Go with whatever you want. But <laughs> there were 47 and two cars did not qualify. Where's 45? Fine. 45 checked in, according to Brian Liskai. That's my data. Okay. So, nobody guessed 45. Well, before we get to that, I guessed 51. Either way, I would have won because you guessed 52, trying to outbid me. That's right. And he didn't. So, uh, our listener winner guessed uh, 46. Ooh. So, uh, he was pretty close. Guess who that was? Not a, not one of our regular winners at even. Oh, I was going to say John Young. Nope. Jeff uh, Metapedigan. All right, Jeff. Yeah, he just wanted me to be able to practicing his name. So Jeff Metapedigan has 30 days to claim his free pizza from Big D's Pizza over there in Clyde. So uh, this week's how many? I was I was struggling coming up with a how many for this weekend. Really? Yeah. So I came up with uh, how many caution laps will be in the Dixie Vodka 400 uh, Cup Race Sunday at Homestead, Miami Speedway. Hmm. So I have to choose first, right? Yeah. Twas 46. Corey says 46. We're going with what Corey says. So uh, that confirms that uh, Jeff Metapedigan was the only, he guessed exactly right then. So congratulations to Jeff. Uh, Ron, why wasn't he not fine? So open to pushing drivers, no fine, just sit out a race. I think that comes back to NASCAR saying, have at it, boys. Have at it, boys. No fines, just, uh, I, I yeah, whatever know. happened to that? That was like uh, Daryl. That was during Daryl Waltrip's time calling races. With that, when the "have at it" boys policy kind of went into effect, but uh, yeah, I boy. So again, uh, this week's how many uh, there, goes there, back and forth? A lot there. of inconsistencies, Scott. And, and that's it, I think the big it, problem it, is the it, inconsistencies. It really is, you know. So, uh, this week's uh, how many? How do uh, your chance to win a Big D's Pizza? How many caution laps will be in the Dixie Vodka 400 Cup race on Sunday? Um, how big is that track? That's more. That's a mile and a half, isn't it? Yes. So what? Uh, that's like three, two fifty laps, three hundred laps, somewhere in between there. Four four hundred. Smile and nod. We're not doing math tonight. So uh, how many laps will be uh, caution laps? That's the how many. Uh, guesses are starting to come in here. If uh, you'd like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guess in the comments of you're, our you're just Facebook looking Live. At the, you're looking at the answers. <laughs> or our YouTube Live, each, uh, either one. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, they had a lot of cautions uh, Sunday, didn't they? I didn't watch the whole race. It's Homestead. It, it, Homestead. it, it could get boring. It could. I'm going to go with uh, 29. 29 laps. Dave Kemmer. Wait, I I think Dave Kemmer's saying the, the total late race distance is 267. Yeah, okay. I don't think he's guessing 267 caution laps. If so, that would be a very long race. Yeah, it would. And you said what? I said 29. Oh. I'm thinking there's not going to be that many. Because... uh. People be watching for intentional wrecks. Although, no, that was uh, St. Louis where the Denny Hamlin, uh, Ross Chastain stuff was. But that's a similar track. It's like one of those real right. true ovals. 30. 30? You want to one-up me again. I think you, you, might, you might have something there. 
<laughs> Bubble uh, won't be there. So there'll be less. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking too, Perry. So uh, again, you have until, uh, we'll keep this open until say noon on Sunday. So if you do listen to us on yeah, Apple Podcasts uh, or iHeart Radio, whatever, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're listening to us on the podcast, not live, you can come back to our Facebook Live and put your guests in our uh, Facebook Live video. Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. Scroll yeah. down like a post or two. Put your guess in. As long as before noon, you'll be entered to win that Big D's pizza. This weekend's uh, Big D's pizza racing menu. Locally, we don't have Get, anything. Getting kind of thin. Yeah, we got nothing. So uh, we got no racing uh, locally. So we have no uh, weekend weather pit stop from Ryan Ryan Weekman. He could he could tell us that it's going to be it's going to be nice sunny and it's and too mid, bad because it's sunny in nice mid seventies at least around here if, yeah if somebody's really brave put your hand up and let's go race uh, John Deere wants to know do the competition caution laps count too yes any any lap that is run under caution they do count I forgot about those yeah I should have factored that into my twenty should have added some yeah uh, and you can only guess once you can guess the same number as someone else if uh, you, we do have a tie we'll spin. Uh, uh, the Big D's Pizza Wheel to break that tie to determine the winner. If you do guess more than once, you'll get the black flag, which is back over there somewhere. I don't think it's off camera. You can't see it. But we can find it. Yeah. Uh, other series action this weekend, the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars uh, will be at uh, Williams Grove Speedway Saturday night for the rescheduled night, uh, rescheduled final night of the Champion Racing Oil National Open, uh, which got rained out was it just a couple weeks ago. Uh, World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Models. They have a uh, three-day weekend. They have uh, a race uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, at Humboldt Speedway. And then uh, Saturday night, it's 81 Speedway, both in Kansas. And then uh, it's on to U.S. Uh, 36 Raceway on Sunday. So three nights, three different tracks for the World of Outlaw Late Models. NASCAR Trucks uh, back in action in the Baptist Health 200 at Miami Homestead, uh, Homestead Miami Speedway Saturday. That's going to be at one o'clock on FS1. Later on Saturday at four thirty on USA Network, it's going to be the NASCAR Xfinity Contender Boats three hundred. Also at Homestead Miami, and of course the Cup season going to wrap or Cup Series will wrap up the weekend at uh, Homestead Miami Speedway on Sunday with the Dixie Vodka four hundred. That'll be at two thirty on NBC. Uh, no hammer down. Uh, hotline this week if uh, you do want to call maybe you have an opinion on the the Bubba Wallace deal we'd love to hear it um, give us a call leave us a message text us 419-318-3081 that's 419-318-3081 call or text anytime night or day and uh, if you do we'll uh, play it back at the end of uh, next week's show assuming it's uh, anything related to racing or maybe your extended warranty is yeah, I get that a lot. Your extended warranty is about to end. Uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, uh, contributors Matt Swanner, John Young, Doug Doc, Bob Stazak. Yeah. What? What? Nothing. I think I said, I'm not sure what I said. Doug oh, Doc. Oh, okay. Did I say Doug Doc? Doug Dick? Doug Doc? Doug Doug? Doug Dig Doug. <sighs> it's been a long week. I was on vacation last week, and this week's just been dragging on forever make sure to like us on facebook follow us on twitter at hammer report follow us on youtube uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform including apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio. radio check us out at hammerdownracingreport.com if you had uh, issues uh hearing jamie earlier on the phone uh, again make sure to check out the podcast the audio will be fine there we'll uh do some investigating and try and figure out what make sure it doesn't happen again yeah, and that's the first time that's happened or right. had an issue like that it's weird um Make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Uh, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, and uh, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Next week on the show, we'll have uh, either Larry Bowes or uh, Jerry's going to be back. Or maybe both Jerry of them. Or both. It could be Larry and Jerry. That'd be fun. We're going to be talking about the Monster Mash coming up at Montpelier Motor Speedway. That is... Uh, uh, the 28th and 29th, I do believe. They're going to run two complete shows. Uh, they've been going back and forth on the rules uh, on the classes there, so we'll get to, to the bottom of that. I think just today they've settled back to their regular rules. Um, but we'll, we'll 
We'll get the full story there. It'll be our special Halloween edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Ooh. It'll be spooky. Don't miss that. Uh, that's next Thursday, 7 o'clock, live here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We've got we've had our homework to do too, Scott. We've got to come up with a racetrack where we can run that uh, the super stocks against the trucks, um, like a third party track that's uh, neither home or not home to either of the. I don't know. We, we or are you talking about trying to get uh, Oakshade to run one of those next year? Oh, that's a thought. So maybe we want to run one at Oakshade and one at uh, Fremont, and we get Dwayne Hancock involved, and we create do, a whole do, new do series. An overall points. There you go. That would be really cool. Somebody reach out to Dwayne. I guess I could probably do that, but yeah. We could talk to him next week. <laughs> Maybe, Briefly. yeah. Or Larry Bowes, he doesn't have much going on. Right. He's not doing it's Five much. tracks, is it? <laughs> five tracks, the uh, the Rumble in Fort Wayne. Yeah. It's got a little bit going on there. So that's uh, that'll be next Thursday, 7 o'clock. Thanks to our guest this week, Jamie Miller. Um, and, and congratulations again, to him. Yeah, and Pretty again. good year. Yeah. In a Ron Miller race car truck. Amazing, huh? Yes. Make sure to call our Hammerdown hotline, 419-318-3081. Let us know what you think about the Bubba Wallace deal. I'd be curious. That's it. We're out. We'll see you next uh, Next Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. 7 o'clock. Be there, be square. We're out. We'll see you. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.